Welcome to Between Lewis and Lovecraft. I'm Hannah. And I'm Cameron. We're here to learn more about the lives of authors that have inspired us. A journey into the stories they not only created, but also lived. So join us as we dive deep into the worlds that live just out of reach. everyone this is hannah thanks for joining us at the between lewis and lovecraft podcast and as you may have noticed from that intro um we have a special <laughs> guest here today it's not tyler it's cameron it's the other tyler the other closet the cooler tyler <laughs> so um cameron is here as a special guest host today because tyler just celebrated his birthday earlier this month and we thought as kind of like a belated that's my fault uh birthday <laughs> present for him and also just like a celebration of how cool he is and yeah, what a, now we're an awesome writer is yeah. yes uh we thought we'd do a kind of spoof episode on on tyler as a writer and so we thought this would be a good mix because i've never read anything tyler's ever written i know bad brother <laughs> i get it but i don't read i don't know how so um, you sound just like my sister <laughs> <laughs> so uh i figured hannah is probably more familiar with ty's work than i am and I know Ty's personal life pretty much better than anybody else. Yeah, so, so this is a weird Unless you're talking reversal. to his wife. We probably should have had Becca here. <laughs> that, that probably would have been a good idea, but oh well. There's like knowing a good amount and then knowing too much. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I would have felt like useless if she was here. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't know anything. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so uh, since since you know everything about Tyler, I guess you can do the, the biographical role today. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let me learn something. Okay, yeah, because I notice on your guys' episodes, it's you usually talking to Tyler, and he's, like, reacting to all this stuff about these authors. So I figure, I guess, the even though I don't even know where to begin. Where should I begin? Just when he was born, all yeah, that we, stuff? Yeah, I normally start with the uh, on... Okay. May whatever, 1990-something. Right. So this is super late. This isn't posted like on Ty's birthday, and we didn't also record this on Ty's birthday, uh, but his birthday was May 10th. Woohoo! Yeah, I swear. We're only two I, weeks I felt late. like I said that wrong. I was like, wait, is it May 10th? <laughs> no, it is May 10th. Uh, 19... He's six years older than me, so 1989. Oh my gosh, an 80s child. An 80s baby. Yeah, and, um, you know, he was the child. He was the younger brother to our older brother, Randy. I'm sure he's been brought up in this before. I like how you use was, like Ty's dead, yeah. like most of our authors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ty passed away, unfortunately. <laughs> no, um, and he, his parents, he was a, parent, a child to Delina Clausen at the time and Tony Clausen still. Because my mom changed her last name. So. That's normally how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, she didn't for a really long time. She was she was Delina Clausen to like, I was like a sophomore in high school. Was that for a specific reason? Like, I know some people do it like to give their kids consistency. Like, you know, we still have the same last name. Or was she just like lazy and didn't fill out the paperwork? No, I just think she didn't. Like, she was like, uh, if I get married again, then it'll change. I'm not going to go out of my way to change it. It wasn't like a priority. Plus, she had that name for so long. Like, I felt like that was her name for a long time. So, like, I don't know. Actually, yeah, that's like how my grandma is. She's yeah. been divorced from my grandpa more than my entire life like right. decades right. and still has the same last name yeah they divorced when ty was six i was two so yeah i didn't know i it would the thought of my parents being together is so weird to me like if that dream that dream that the kids of divorced parents dream like their parents getting back together and that's the greatest thought i would hate that <laughs> that'd be awful to me in my opinion but yeah ty was six so he was kind of around it a little bit longer uh you know them actually being married um than i was um and yeah i don't even know where to go with this um so obviously so you're like four years younger than ty right six or six years younger yeah. um do you remember much about him when you were like little little kids like was he always such a huge nerd he, uh i think he was i don't think i comprehended that he was a nerd though because like i didn't notice he was nerdy until like i started like really growing up like probably when i was more in high school i was like oh my brother's into like really nerdy stuff <laughs> but he was like like not that being nerdy is not normal but 
he was like kind of a normal dude to, in my opinion, you know, when I was in like middle school and younger, cause I just don't think I knew any better. So he like, he was always into comic books and everything like that. Um, but he also like played football and like was pretty active when he was younger. So like he was kind of like my cousin and, and our older brother, they would always play stuff together. So that's kind of what I saw. Um, cause my oldest brother, he's nine years older than me and then three years older than Ty. Um, and so, yeah, I'm like way, <laughs> way <laughs> away from their age range. So they were always doing stuff and I was too young to, to like be involved and I would try to get involved in their shenanigans and then I'd end up getting hurt and crying. And so they didn't <laughs> like having me around cause I was a crybaby. Um, Yeah. I like that you have the self-awareness now to not be like butthurt about that. I You're do. like, no, I was, I was a crybaby. I was the worst. Yeah. I like, cause I ended up getting like my mom dated a guy and she had, or he had like uh, a daughter who was like quite a bit younger than me. And like, she became like a sibling. And when we would like play and stuff like that, she would always cry. So I literally sent Ta Ty and I think Randy a text. I was like, I'm so sorry for what I was back in the day. Cause that's, I get it now. That's so annoying. Uh, it was, yeah. So I know, I know how obnoxious I was back in the day, but also they were like, they were pretty mean to me sometimes. Ty alone wasn't, even though we still had our spouts, we weren't like, we like I think I was just annoying and he just like was wanted to do his own thing and so I would interrupt that so we would go at it so not like him intentionally seeking you out to be mean to but more like he's trying to do his own thing and yeah. he's getting impatient with right you. and then once he would blow his lid he would like yeah he'd like hit me and stuff like that but when like he was with like our cousin and and our older brother they would they would like they one time they uh tied me up and put um a brownie in front of my face and they were like <laughs> i'm just outing ty <laughs> they they put a brownie in front of my face and then at the table they're they started playing a game in a monopoly and they're like when we finish this game of monopoly you can have a brownie, oh the brownie. you know how long monopoly <laughs> takes to play luckily i technically won that because my grandma ended up coming over and saw what they were doing to me. And she was like, let's go, Cam. We're going to Dairy Queen. And I got Dairy Queen and they didn't. So fuck you, Ty. <laughs> this episode is quickly going to become a like how Tyler has wronged me. Exactly. Yeah, that's what this always was. This was my plan. <laughs> so from the, the sounds of it, he could have either become a successful uh, writer and creative or a serial killer. Yeah, and that was exactly. just like his initial foray into cruelty. Yeah, exactly. He's actually a psychopath um, or a sociopath. Either or. We haven't figured it out yet. But <laughs> He scored very high or very low on one of the tests, depending yeah, exactly. on which one you take. I'm trying to think about, like, what age, because I always go by, <laughs> by, like, what kind of stuff Ty was into by what age I was at. Because for the longest time, Ty was, like, always like 26 in my eyes even when i was like in middle school sometimes still he's and i'm 26 now but so you're finally the age your brother has right. been for and your whole so, life so now he's just 32 forever for <laughs> until i turn 32 like that's legitimately how i see it so um i'm trying to think about what year it was like or you know approximate to when like he started getting into writing and stuff like that and i want to say like he really started getting into it about when I was a sophomore, no, probably a freshman in high school. I really started noticing like how like into it. And he's, he slowly started becoming this guy who's like, I have this idea. I have this idea. And it wasn't even about like books and stuff. That was definitely a lot of it, but it was like TV shows or just the, you know, video ideas, just all this stuff. He's like, I have this idea. I want to do this and this. And he, he's just like, I, I almost feel bad for him because like he has this overwhelmed amount of ideas in his head and he doesn't know which one to do. And now like, you know, we have access to some tools that we can use to actually make some of this stuff happen. But, but doesn't back that then, almost make it worse having access to the tools? It's well, like, oh shit, now I could actually make this idea happen that if is, I had the time. That is true. And he also doesn't have the time, but also he can express at least some of it. Like back in the day when he was doing all this, he had nothing. 
like all he could do was pretty much write because like that's all he had access to make but he had all these ideas for like videos and everything and he just always he was never able to actually like express those and try to actually do them didn't you guys kind of i remember seeing some old uh like homemade videos from probably when oh, yeah. he was in high school or something yeah yeah so was he kind of more into like film type stuff oh, early yeah. on yeah he was yeah before like writing he was definitely like because he went to school for film and so i think it was after he got back from college and realizing that like film the way he wanted to do it wasn't going to work out um he started kind of going into you know writing and stuff like that i think he found that to be a lot more enjoyable but before that like when he was in high school and stuff we were always making little videos and movies and me wanting to follow in my brother's footsteps i also started doing it even when he wasn't around and so but yeah he's the one who like was always like let's do this and we'd have all of our friends over and we would just make these dumb videos and we were so proud of him he was even just like he was getting he was like bitching the other day about um one of my friends we made videos with like a, you know a couple times and um the kid's mom didn't like like it was like some sort of like we were like undead ninjas or something like that or like vampire ninjas or something and he he ended up dying like his character ended up dying and his mom did not like that so she she talked to our mom and our mom made us like redo it and rewrite it to where it fit her agenda and oh ty, was bitching, ty was bitching about it he was like yeah i've got in the way of my creative process this <laughs> freaking asshole she didn't let me just do my thing he was so upset about it but yeah we we would go ham on those things like we would just like pump them out every day especially during the summertime when we didn't have school we were out there making videos and just like clowning around either that or doing like stick sword fights <laughs> and that's when i would get hurt and cry because i was way too young to be getting wailed on with a stick yeah exactly i was good at it though i was i could have gone somewhere i could have been like an olympic fencer Oh my gosh, missed opportunity. Well, you still could. It's never too late. That's true. Maybe I'll follow that. Drink. I'm sure fencing is one of those um, sports that you can do a little bit longer in your lifespan. Yeah, like you don't. Right. Ha you're, it's not a tackle sport or yeah, something. You're not like, gonna get crazy. Yeah. yeah uh, Ty, I think it's time I say I'm quitting working here at the studio and I'm gonna follow my fencing dream. <laughs> and it's all thanks to you. You should have realized this when I was five <laughs> and you were whacking me with a tree branch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I think the, the theme in Tyler's, like, uh, creative attitude is, like, going all in on oh, yeah. every single thing that he, oh, he yeah. decides he's going to do. Yes, 100%. So it does not surprise me that he was offended as a teenager that <laughs> yeah. his friend's Actually, awful mom made him change his movie. I think it pisses him off more now than it did back then. I think when he <laughs> thinks back on it, he's like, it pisses him off way more than it I'm did I'm pissed back off for him. Yeah, it's like, it was annoying. come on, lady, it's art. Somebody's yeah. got to die. You can't let everyone, you know. Yeah, not everybody gets to live happily ever after or else happily ever after doesn't exist. Oh my gosh. If everyone's special, no one's special. Exactly. <laughs> we can't all be happy. So what, what was the name of the college that he went to? Do you remember? Um, I know it was in Arizona. Yeah, that's really all I remember. Uh, I, is it Collins? I don't know. I think it might have been Collins. I could be completely wrong. Did he go there for a specific program? Um, or was it like a, a community college or like a? It was community thing? college, um, but I know he went specifically for like directing and filmmaking. I don't know if it's directing, but like filmmaking and stuff okay. like that. That's why he's like so good at like editing video and stuff like that. Okay. I think that's where he got to start with like um like Photoshop and stuff like that and nice. doing graphic design. Yeah, he's really good at yeah. graphic design. Well, he worked he worked at a uh, at a like a I guess you'd call it a t-shirt graphic design place called Big Frog like years ago and he worked there and I mean he worked there for like a couple years so he got a lot of practice in with graphic design cuz people would come in they're like I want this shirt and I want it to look like this and he'd work with them and then they He'd get it to exactly where they want it. So he got really good at it. He got really good, and he's really fast. Like, yeah, uh, we just did our sci-fi episode not long ago, and one night he sent me illustrations for all yeah. 11 of the stories. Oh, really? Plus a 12th that was just, like, the sci-fi special in general. Oh, that's cool. And I was looking – they're all really good. Like, if you go on the Between Lewis and Lovecraft Instagram, he's been, like, slowly releasing them. But he just sent them one night, and I'm like – 
Jesus Christ, like these are so good. When yeah. did you have the time to make these? And he's just like, I was watching TV tonight, so yeah. I, I decided to mess around a little bit. I'm yeah, like, that's what he does. He he can't like just sit down and watch a show or like play games. <laughs> he has to be like doing something and watching a show. Which yeah. I get that actually. I'm kind of the same way. Well, it's nice to know that um, you know, he's not just I mean, he is naturally gifted at graphic design, but he also has practice. So like oh, yeah, a lot that's of why he's so fast. Yeah. He's, he has a lot of practice with that. I think the reason he's so fast is because he had to do it with the t-shirts and stuff like that because, you know, people can't be there all day like, I want this shirt, I want this shirt. So he'd have to, like, you know, speed up the process and get it to where they like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so was he working there after college then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a couple years after. Actually, I think that was, like, five years or so. I mean, he only stopped working there, like, three or four years ago? I don't know. My my time is so terrible. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure... What? We were in high school, like, seven years ago? Eight years ago now? Yeah, I feel like eight years ago, which makes me feel incredibly old I know. Now. I hate thinking about it. I hate <laughs> thinking about it. Like, we... Literally, we were freshmen in high school ten years ago, or, like, maybe oh, even more. Gross. Yeah, it's yeah, so more weird. More than ten, actually. Yeah. I think I'm edging toward 13. Yeah. Well, were you 2013? No, 2012. Oh, so you're a year younger. Older. Oh, yeah. Older. <laughs> See, age. Yeah, I know my age. I didn't know you were a year older. I thought you were 2013. No. Crazy. No. Yeah. So high school was a long way away. So you were like the Jake Basson era. I was. Actually, I was in Jake Basson's class. I think that's probably why. Because I, when I got into high school, I hung out with like their... like groups and everybody was older than me so that's why i was like i, I always convinced myself i was the same age <laughs> nice little uh denial there yeah 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 um so shout out jake basson shout out jake basson thanks for the awesome intro music find him at <laughs> soundcloud.com slash jake basson nice <laughs> nice little plug there yeah um so after the t-shirt shop then is, is ty like trying to pursue writing full-time at any point or is it always kind of like on the back burner while he's got the day job i don't think he ever like didn't have a job in order to pursue uh writing i don't think like i think it's always been something that was like on the side and like <laughs> just like hoping and wishing that it blows up and then he can quit his job which i like i mean i think that's smart like Unless, like, you have a completely, like, undeniable, um, like, access to, like, publishing or, like, sales or something like that. I've, or a nice trust fund to, like, sit yeah, back on. Yeah, to live off of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so then I think he went into the apprenticeship. And at the same time, him and his now business partner started doing um, the news podcast out of their basement, which... They've come a long way since then. <laughs> yes, it's a, a real studio yeah. that's above ground. Yeah, uh, I think he they it was like a year or two after he joined the apprenticeship that they invested in the studio. And now all of our projects come from, I mean, we're in the studio now. And the apprenticeship is uh, electrician or like, yeah, yeah I, I don't know all the proper terms for it. Like there's something about a journeyman in there. Yeah. So you, you're, I don't even know why. I, well, probably because all three of my, or all, two of my brothers and my cousin and my other cousin now are in. Uh, so you hear about it all the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you join the, he joined the apprenticeship and you go to school as an apprentice and they put you through school and then you become a journeyman and as an electrician. Okay. Or, you know, I think you, that you could be a journeyman for plumbing or other stuff, too. I think those are just kind of the terms. I'm not quite sure on that. I just know for electricians, you become a journeyman after you graduate from the apprenticeship. So this, to me, does not sound like a job that you would immediately think, oh, this person is doing this because they love writing. Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm pretty sure he he's not a huge fan of the apprenticeship i think he's actually almost out of the apprenticeship and he's gonna actually become a journeyman here soon um but is the goal like because electricians they make a lot of money right oh yeah so is, is that kind of the goal then for tyler is to <clears throat> have a, a solid career he can fall back on and not have to you know worry there's definitely that i think there's also um he like wants to be able to support himself and his wife uh, just now like you know and not not live in the gutters until 
until something happens with you know a project they're doing or if the studio starts blowing up and stuff like that i think he just wants to be able to support himself and his his family but um i think he uh <laughs> i don't know if he'll get in trouble for this but he doesn't he doesn't want to be there long he doesn't like obviously it's a he wants to be able to have something to fall back on and uh, and being a journeyman is that specifically but i think he 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 wants this stuff to blow up as soon as possible yeah and and um i think that's best case scenario which i don't think it's far out of the i mean a lot of people like this show like a lot yeah um like everybody who listens to it and i see like you're when you guys post reviews online like people love it it's very niche i i'm not like i've said before i don't read i don't know how <laughs> but um like when i sit here and like listen if i'm producing for you guys i'm always like oh that's interesting oh that's interesting <laughs> you're like maybe i should start reading <laughs> it's on well no it makes me feel like oh i don't need to read because <laughs> if i listen to this i'll just find out all this fun stuff about <laughs> about books anyways so like it's almost like it could be it's good for people who read and then people who don't read they get to find this information anyways well thank you i'm, I'm glad uh, we appeal to the non-readers yeah, as well <laughs> you gotta have both sides yeah um but before before we get too much into the whole podcast and, and writing realm um I, we've mentioned rebecca a couple times yes um and tyler's talked uh, a little bit about their their relationship and marriage on our show because uh, we did like the the like romance like self-help oh, book okay. uh, episode or whatever yeah. oh, I think I uh that. he and becca have been together forever yeah they were together 10 years before they got married and i believe it was 10 years if not a little less because they met when they were like 16 right yeah they're high school sweethearts Fucking disgusting. Isn't that the dream? Oh, you're like, that's the dream. I'm like, gross. <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. Yeah, it could go either way. <laughs> Honestly, it's a little bit disgusting, but it's also like kind of the dream. Do, do you remember much of like their relationship from when you were a kid or were you just like, yeah, that's my brother's girlfriend? So when they started dating, I think I was in middle school, maybe like sixth grade because um, my brother went to a youth group. Ty Ty, the Bible guy, used to go to the youth group um shocking and, yeah i know weird right and this was before he led a youth group um no but he he would go to this youth group and that's where he met her um like you know met her met her because i'm pretty sure they went to the same school but it's you know high school yeah i think everyone in the studio is a can be high school grad yeah i'm pretty sure i don't know if, yeah go um, Cougs. <laughs> yeah i hated that place anyways um <laughs> So, yeah, they he started talking to her at um, youth group. And I I actually it's kind of funny. I before I ever even saw her, I saw him standing next to a girl at youth group that I thought was Becca. And um, and I don't even think he knew her like the girl <laughs> he was standing next to. I was like, oh, he must be sit standing next to Becca during some worship song. And I was like, oh, that's nice. He's standing next to her. And then I was like, oh, you were standing. Because I, I went to this youth group way too early. I wasn't supposed to be there. But since he went there and he was like, you know, staff or I forget what they call him. But he was like a VIP youth grouper. <laughs> oh, my God. He got into all the VIP rooms at the youth group. No. Um, so I, I, I would just go with him because I thought it was fun. And I got to hang out with all the older people. Uh, we're finding a uh, pattern here with the people I hang out <laughs> of with. Of Cam, like, impersonating someone who's six years older than yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And so I went up to him, I think, like, later that night or after youth group. I was like, you're standing next to Becca. You're getting close. And he's like, that wasn't Becca. I was like, oh, <laughs> never okay. mind. No progress made. <laughs> Back to uh, level one. Yeah, exactly. Do not pass go. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gotten anywhere. No, I think she denied him the first time. I, I'm sure he's probably mentioned that, but I think he has. He he's like, do you want to like go out sometime or something, something like that, <laughs> but more like Thaiish. And then she's like, no, I don't know you. <laughs> Valid response. That's hilarious to me. I think that's so funny. And um, and then I guess he kind of was a little persistent and got to know her better, and then eventually they 
got married <laughs> after a long time so very long time uh, every time this comes up on on the show about like authors who marry someone after like two months or yeah. a year or anything like that like tyler always launches into lecture mode or course, whatever course. which is like one year minimum i think is his rule two years is better he took 10 yeah like, why he went and hey if anybody can 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 preach about that i think he's got the right yeah, I well, mean, yeah. he waited 10 years. He's like, yeah, wait, wait a year. It's like, that's wait a very- Wait 10% s- of the time exactly. that I waited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I think they're going strong as far as I know. I mean, they, they definitely do seem like the- uh, I've never even the most met solid. Becca. You've- <laughs> Shut the hell up. I'm like, I've met Becca. There's no <laughs> way. you never met Becca? You were in their wedding, right? Or or were you not? Like, in it, in it? Yeah, were you like- Yeah, I was a groom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You didn't see that picture he just posted? Oh, yeah, that was a wedding photo. He was like, love you guys. <laughs> Who was the, was the other one, Randy? Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've never met Randy, right? I don't think he so. He doesn't come around a whole lot. We usually have to go to him. Randy gets that from our dad. My dad, my dad doesn't like going to other people's <laughs> functions, but he loves throwing his own functions and having people over. And that's just kind of how he is. So he doesn't come out out here a bunch. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I'd prefer to go to someone's function. I hate having I don't, people. Yeah, I don't want to have house. people over. It stresses me out. I I have to worry about if they're having a good time and shit. I hate it. <laughs> I'm not okay with that. And then you have to like wait for them to leave. Like if you want to go to yeah. bed, like and someone's still hanging out. And if they're a lingerer, yeah, and you're like kind of like, oh, I'm getting tired. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So, anyways, about stocks, it's like, leave, <laughs> leave my house. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm totally of the same mind. Okay, good. I'm not crazy. No. I think I was kind of raised that way though, because like when my when my I would try to have friends over. My dad was just weird about it. He's like, yeah, they can come over for an hour. It was always like he didn't want me to have friends over, but he was giving me the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and so I always just grew up like being stressed out about having friends over. But plus, I like I've mentioned before, I would always just hang out with Ty's friends. Yeah, <laughs> so, they like, were your friends. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And most of them were family anyways. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I mean – Family wise, like Tyler seems like he's very close with with most of your family. Has that always been like consistent? Yeah, we were. I mean, we were like me, us and our cousins and stuff. We were pretty much raised as siblings. Like um, my my cousin, Corey, he has two sisters. And so like he kind of always felt like we were his brothers and plus, we would hang out all the time. We pretty much were raised as brothers. But, like, I he's always mentioned how he was kind of, like, not, like, seriously jealous, but he always envied what me and Ty and even Randy kind of had as brothers. Because, like, I mean, me and Ty growing up, because our parents divorced, like I said, when we, we were super young. So Ty was, like, the only constant in my life for, like, a long time. Because we'd go week on, week off with each parent. Mm. And so every Sunday we'd go to the next parent. So we'd have to pack our stuff, but we were going together. So Ty was kind of like, like the only one who was like there all the time. And so like, um, we're, I, I would assume we're probably closer to each other than really anybody, like at least in our immediate family. And then he went to Arizona and chose Randy over me. So <laughs> is that where Randy was? Yeah. Randy lived in Arizona for... 15 years i don't know i could be completely off on that like but he was there for a long time he went to college there and then he liked it there and um he after he graduated college he stayed there and you know kind of built a life and then he got married to his wife stephanie and they uh eventually a couple years after living there they moved back here and i flew out there to um help them like move and pack their stuff and <laughs> it was the summer in arizona so i was oh. helping them move stuff it was legitimately 115 degrees outside and then we drove back and it was yeah that I've, was crazy i've been to arizona uh we went to the grand canyon when i was a kid as um in like I've july or something yeah 
Oh, it was it was miserably yeah, hot. Yeah, it's not fun. But cool. The Grand but it's nice. also but it's a different hot. It's like a it's not as humid as when it's hot here. It's no, a it's a it's a your nose feels like it's cracking on yeah. the inside hot. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, is they're used to it. So r- when I was there, Randy was like, "Yeah, it's pretty hot out today." I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> You're like SpongeBob that time he gets trapped in like Sandy's Water! dome or whatever. What? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I, I think those um, like the theme of family shows up a lot in just like Ty's work that I've read so far. Oh really? Like he's got a lot of like sibling yeah. dynamics or like cousins yeah. and siblings. He's definitely explained some of those aspects to me. Um, just like when he's explaining you know what his next thing is about he's like yeah i kind of based it off of you know this guy and then there's you and then there's you know mom and becca so he based a lot of his stuff off of like family especially like specific characters yeah definitely um and then the other big theme of course we talk about ty ty the bible guy Mm -hmm. all the time um has he like talked about how that factors into his writing at all because like when i read it yeah i can clearly see it but like what's his like motivation for putting that I actually, there. as far as like his faith and stuff like that, I have no idea. To be completely honest, um, he hasn't talked to me about, you know, he has never really explained to me about how, um, you know, his faith goes into that kind of stuff um, as far as his writing. I also like, I, I would imagine knowing him, the kind of the whole message is kind of based around that rather than specific details of his writing. Like, you know, narnia type stuff yeah how aslan is jesus or whatever it is you know it's kind of the the bigger picture is is more of um a faith message rather than just specific things yeah and i've noticed that i don't know in um (laughs) one of the this series that he's been like knocking around for a long time that hasn't been finished yet is the the split world trilogy yeah and that Um, was like his first thing he started oh really he started that before rebecca moon really yeah that's crazy yeah so yeah i've read um you know i think the bulk of the first book in that trilogy which Um, one uh split world split world yeah um and it's like you can see how like God and faith plays into it, but that one's not like explicit references oh, or okay. anything. Okay. Um, but again, that's an instance where it's like, there's so many ideas. And I think Ty's like um, kind of stepped back from that a little bit and is trying now more because like with that specific trilogy, the world building is so vast. And mm-hmm. I think he talked about this on our Frank Herbert uh, episode that it's like, he wants to write something that's the equivalent of Dune or like that's, you know as good as dune that guy loves dune he loves dune he loves dune <laughs> frankly i thought it was a little bit boring okay. but I, i'm not a sci-fi person. i don't even I know what admit. it is i just know timothy chalamet's in the movie <laughs> yeah i mean i'll probably watch the movie <laughs> okay instead of trying to i probably will too of the books. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so like he's holding himself to an incredibly high standard uh, and, you know, it wasn't even easy for Frank Herbert to write Dune. So yeah. I think um, the way he tells it now, like he's kind of stepped back from trying to write the epic trilogy and is now um, kind of venturing into the short story world more. Gotcha. Um, is which, that kind of what more Rebecca Moon is? So Rebecca Moon, which um, we're going to talk about in a little bit, is okay. uh, probably more of a novella, I'd say. It's like I don't know. It's 250 is. pages. Oh, OK. So it's not like a a full novel i wouldn't say or it's like close-ish it could count um but short story wise that's more in the realm of like a few thousand words okay um so so not super long um but i'm really excited for that because i mean from our flash fiction episodes that we've done like tyler's really good at at writing short so yeah that was good and i think story was really good yeah and i think from an idea standpoint like that's a really good way to get your idea out there and on paper Mm -hmm. without having to commit to like a hundred thousand words or something right yeah something insane like that Um, and then like like a lot of the authors we've talked about have done like they've gone back to their uh, short stories from from previous works and turned those into longer projects do most authors like do they like do short stories at least like even on the side it's 
Or is it just kind of very depending? Um, it seems like a lot of them get started that way. I think because it's easier, obviously, to get a short story published and out there in the world than it is to get a novel. Right. I don't. That know- makes sense. Yeah. I, I. There are some authors who are like they're really into short stories, so they keep doing that for their whole career. But then there yeah. are others who it's like once they get those those novels coming, that's that's their thing from right. then on. Like that's what they were trying to do. Well, I feel like that kind of is the money maker, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot more money in novels than short stories. Yeah. <laughs> I figure. <laughs> they don't really pay the bills. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of the times, especially now, you don't even get paid for short stories. Do do short stories, like, those get published? Yeah. There's, like, specific, like, magazines or... Um, oh, okay. Sometimes there's collections. A lot of it is moved online. Like, just a bunch of short stories in one book? Yeah, or gotcha. anthologies. So, um, gotcha. that's actually something that, that Tyler's working on right now. I'm not going to say the specific name in case that's not, like, public knowledge, but mm-hmm. he's working on putting together an anthology with some other writers. So Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. A million and one projects. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think that's really cool that he's getting more into that because it's like for someone who has so many ideas, that's a more manageable way to approach them, I think. Yeah. I just like that he's getting a little bit more exposure on it. Yeah, that too. Um, like that's a digestible way to Because he's been sitting on this stuff for like a long time. Like yes. a long time. And he can definitely he can detail basically the entire plot of all of these books, like right. and how they all the universe intertwines and stuff, which is really cool and well thought out. Right. It's just the uh, the work and the time that it takes to sit down and write all of these books. Do you know how many um, split worlds he's done? I know he's done like one full book, right? Yes. And then I know it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be a trilogy, trilogy. but it's also part of like this larger universe mm-hmm. that has more stories tied into it so i think at one point when he was explaining like the whole like everything that he wanted to write in this universe it was like 12 yeah it might have gone up since then okay um but yeah so it's like (laughs) very intricate (laughs) and if you listener ever run into tyler at a bar or something have him explain the whole yeah there you go the whole universe he's drinking he'll be happy to yes actually (laughs) even if he's not drinking he'll be happy to yeah (laughs) but yeah so um the the longest work that he's written that I guess, like you said, came after the split world is Rebecca Moon. Um, and that, I think, came out in 2016. Yeah. So he wrote it in 2015. Um, and this was both a Christmas present to his wife, mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca. And also she's like the main character, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Rebecca in the story is <laughs> yeah. is Rebecca in real life. Oh, uh, her name's Rebecca yeah, in the yeah, story. Yeah. Okay. Rebecca Moon. Rebecca Moon. Duh, I'm so stupid. And okay. and the boy in the bottle is the full title. Um you and can look it up him. on Amazon. Yes. Okay, Ty, yes. Ty Blue. Okay. Good. <laughs> so uh so it was a Christmas present, but also um a nano rimo challenge. So uh National Novel Writing Month. That's oh, in okay. November of, of each year. Um and that challenge is basically like write a novel in a month. Oh. Um and it's is that hard? Yeah, I did it once. And it was really hard because okay. uh, you're supposed to hit 50,000 words. That's oh, okay. the word count. Um, and that equals out to like 1,600 words a day or something. Ooh. So it's very time consuming. And if you get behind, there's almost no recovering. So yeah. I've tried it two or three times and only finished it once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's... But yeah, so I, I think that's really cool that he did that because it, I didn't even know he it did challenges that. you to finish a novel. And also like as a writer, a book about your girlfriend or wife at that time were they married yeah they were married. 20- yeah that's like the best gift you can give yeah. someone so Absolutely. it's super cool and um i i think the book is is really good um it has a like as soon as i started reading it i was like this feels like a neil gaiman story almost oh really um yeah it's it even has a talking cat uh which <laughs> is a gaiman stereotype is it really yeah um and there's just all these little things like rebecca um I mean, the whole plot is Rebecca finds some trolls who have, like, a boy who's trapped in a bottle. Um, and then she, like, nonchalantly makes pumpkin brulee tea for some fairies, sprites, and uh, a pixie. Um, you know what? I, I've I've listened to a little bit of this because my mom started recording an audiobook of it. Oh, did she? And so I was producing it for her. So I heard her reading parts of that. I think I remember that part. That part, yeah. And I was like, that sounds really familiar, but I never read that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a very simple plot line. Like mm-hmm. she finds Ty Blue. He's got a problem. She's got to right. solve it. Like there's a missing, or a missing slash kidnapped sister involved. Yeah. Uh, you know, a dark evil magician or magi as they're called in Wait, the series. Wait, so her sister is evil? No. Oh, then I just 
totally misheard what you no, said. No, uh, Ty's sister has been kidnapped or, or something or <laughs> gotcha. is missing. Wait, who's what was evil? You said. Oh, his uh, magi mentor. Gotcha. Yes. Ty's magi mentor. Yes. Okay. So Ty is magical. Rebecca is seemingly normal is. at the beginning. Rebecca is? Yes. Okay. And then it and, and then not so much. Okay. Then there's like an ancient prophecy and some religious stuff and but cool. I mean, in general, like I really liked it. Like the book does not take itself too seriously. Yeah. I think that's in Ty. a lot of Thai stuff, yeah. He yeah. has that sense of humor. Of course. Like um the characters, especially Rebecca, will even remark on the absurdity of their situations in dialogue. Like at one point there's um like gnomes or, or gremlins or something that have been turned into zombies like they all died and now they're back as Men, zombies yeah. and she's like what the fuck is going on that's she some doesn't D&D swear stuff but right yeah there. yeah and i think there's like a D joke in there too of course, of yeah course. the they're, whole the whole magi mentor thing the evil magi mentor <laughs> but i think i know what he means by that what does <laughs> he mean by that? that his name is Wrong. neil do you know any neils that are evil oh well my mom's ex-boyfriend is neil oh so my mom had an ex-boyfriend whose name was Neil. Which is the evil Magi's name. Which is the evil name. Magi's name. So that could be, because that was like a long time ago. And he was a dick to our mom. Oh. So that could be something. But I could be also completely wrong about this. Because I, I don't know if Ty's thought of Neil since 10, 20 years. So I don't know. It is an odd choice, though, in a book yeah. where you've already named the two main characters after yourself and your wife. And we knew a Neil back in the day, and he was a dick. <laughs> so. Did you know any Donnas? Because there's a Donna in the in the story. Donna? No, I don't think so. Nah. But Oh, that's Delina. It's the sister in the... The book. Oh, maybe. maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I but I thought I thought Ty did tell me that there was somebody that was based is that off the your fairy. Mom? Is there a fairy in it? Oh, there's a fairy, a pixie, and a sprite. I can't remember all of their names off the top of I my think head. The fairy. I just from what I might remember him telling me, I think the fairy might have been our mom. Oh, but I could be wrong about that too. <laughs> I just remember he was explaining to me who the characters were based off of. I know one of them's based off of me, um, or. If it's the new one he wrote or is writing for that. Like he, a sequel or a I revamped think so. version? No, I think it's a sequel. Oh, and I, yeah, because, I mean, the book ends on a very sequely note. Yeah, so it, it, he might have been telling me about the sequel he's writing. Nice. If, I don't know if that's public knowledge, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it could be inferred by the epilogue. Although, way to pull a George R. R. Martin, because this came out in 2016, and it's 2020, and we don't have a uh, sequel yet, Ty. Oh, right? yeah, what the hell, Ty? Yeah. Get that book out there, homie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, it's just, like, a fun book, and yeah. I think it's cool that he, he did that in such a short time span, and then also, like, went to the effort to put it out there, and, like, the, the courage to put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, well... I, I struggle with that myself, <laughs> just like with music and stuff. Um, is it, would you consider it like a pretty easy read? Yes. Yeah. It's a very quick read. I think it took me like probably two, two nights. Yeah. Yeah. So did you like finish that specifically for this? Yes. Like you read through it? Nice. Yeah. I'd always been meaning to read it and I just kept putting it off because, you know, now that I have a podcast about books, for some reason I read less than ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. But when you uh, brought this idea to me for, for this episode, I this was, was like, oh, long time ago it was too. a long time ago. So yeah. I put it off even more after that. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to download it. And then finally I like, um, got the kindle app and and downloaded it and i was like oh my gosh this is so easy why didn't i read yeah. this earlier well the thing is like so i would like mike because you read that for the preparation and i like my preparation like legitimately gave me anxiety because i was trying to think of what i just know about my brother and i was i was coming up with nothing like facts <laughs> about my brother and i was like do i know my brother at all like do you i know anything and You've then, been very insightful so far. Like yeah, I'm trying I to think, think of how I would yeah. do that for my sister, and I'm not sure that I could do a very right, good job. Right, but then, but then, if you're like, you know, in the moment, and you're talking about your sister, you're gonna know everything. Yeah, if somebody asks me yeah. a specific question, then but I can be like, oh yes, she did do this in 2003. Exactly. Yeah, but just trying to prepare for it and be like, what would I say, and then coming up with nothing <laughs> is like, oh, it scared me. I was like, do I need to pay more attention to this guy or what? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I guess. Talk more about like how much of an ideas guy Ty is because now he's in a, a position where like we've alluded to like he's got 
three different podcasts that he mm-hmm. is like very um, well two of them are his he's got um between lewis and lovecraft and players guild which you're on I'm regularly on right guild. yeah i i i'm a i guess a character yeah so players that's guild. Uh, and for I, people I'm who the haven't editor listened for players guild yeah that one's a, a live or not a live action uh it's a real play real play a D game <laughs> is that what it's called podcast yeah yeah <laughs> i think we we're close enough yeah um, Tyler's probably like, you know, rolling over in his yeah, grave it is, because it, once again, he's died before <laughs> this episode. And now he's going to turn into a zombie. <laughs> uh, no, it's, yeah, it's a real play D&D podcast. Um, and then he does, I mean, now here this Camby is technically his mm-hmm. with, with Frankie. Yeah, they are they co-owners and co-founders of um, of the studio, basically. The the umbrella organization that has right. the podcast and the the right. news website. And then I mean I do I do WWFL with um my cousin and then a friend Gage who's also on Players Guild. And then Ty technically, but he I think he's taken more of a backseat role on that one. Well, cuz he um, just he gets so much. everywhere. He's right. like always on other people's shows yeah, or he always Yeah, does a lot of collabs. Yeah. yeah. So, he's like insanely busy with podcast stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the writing stuff on the on the side, like he's got the um, the Phoenix Quill group that he's a part of, um, and they're yeah, always doing stuff. That sounds stuff. like a cult. I know it does, yeah. right? Yeah. The Phoenix Quill. It's like, Ooh. oh, do I need to get a like a robe with a, one of those a, intimidating yeah. hoods? Like, yeah, and it's like a red robe or a cloak. <laughs> a cloak. Yeah. Yes, the fancier name for a robe. And they meet twice a year to sacrifice. I don't know. At the a, full moon. A book or something, yeah. Second, plunge your knife into a book. Yeah, there you go. And if it bleeds, then the gods are pleased or something. <laughs> I think you just came up with a short story idea that Tyler's going to have to write for the next anthology. I'll write it for the next short story thing. <laughs> yeah, I've yet to do one. I've read one, but I haven't sh- written one. I The Halloween one, I was going to write one, and then I just never did it. Hey, well, you've got like, you know, four or four months to prepare for the next what is Halloween your next episode? one is it just uh, yeah halloween, it's gonna be though? halloween so is that gonna be your thing where you do halloween then sci-fi then something then halloween well then probably sci-fi. alternating other genres oh but okay. like i don't i don't know about ty but we both love the halloween episode so yeah, like that's really that's probably gonna stay so you'll do like halloween short stories and then a different genre than yeah halloween like maybe fantasy next time gotcha. or something sci-fi was just one that um came to mind because we've been doing a lot of sci-fi authors gotcha. around the same time yeah that makes sense yeah so. what is what is the difference between like the technical difference between like fantasy and sci-fi Oh god, there's probably some genre nerds out there who will like They're not screaming at yeah, me right now. Uh, is fantasy like Lord fantasy of the Rings? Fantasy is more like magic stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sci-fi okay. is more like science, technological. Star Wars, yeah. They can have some crossover too. Like I think yeah. there's sci-fi fantasy out there. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think the dividing line is science versus magic. I don't know why the word fantasy sounds dirty to me. <laughs> It sounds like it's like sexual, but it's Do you think not. they need a rebrand for the genre? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, call it what you called it, magic stuff. Magic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wrote a 800-page magic stuff book. <laughs> that's I mean, that's basically my whole life on this podcast is just bastardizing uh genre definitions. I'm with it. I love it. It's like I've got screw the, the technical term. Yeah, a pretentious fiction instead of literary fiction. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, it's the pretentious stuff that's kind of boring, but everybody likes to say they read it. Right. Yeah, it's one of those must reads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say that um, Tyler's writing tends to be very fantasy centric. Oh yeah. Like there's always magic. Well, because there there's a lot sort. of like D and D type, um, like. Um, inspiration to it mm-hmm. and so i think like he's always kind of thinking of D, so he'll think of something to do for D, but he's like oh maybe i'll like put that into writing instead i think that's kind of like he comes up with these ideas and then he goes into like what he would do with that idea would it be Which, a dnd playthrough would it be a book would it be you know some sort of video or a podcast i think that's pretty common for a lot of D players too because like the ones that i've talked to they've who are also like creatives they're like yeah D is actually a really good way to like get ideas flowing oh yeah and like come up with ideas for storylines there's some great storytelling yeah yeah so that makes a lot of sense to me and and again like like with the family thing that he 
puts into his writing, like D and D inspiration is a recurring theme, religion yeah. recurring theme. So all of the things that are important to Ty basically go into his writing, which I think um, annoys him when other writers don't do that. He's <laughs> like, wait, but they cared so much about this. Why did this never show up in their works? So is it like it feels empty to him if they? Yeah, don't I think that? maybe from his perspective, he's like, okay, all of the things that I'm really passionate about, like somehow work their way into my writing. Right. Why is that not the case for? xyz author interesting yeah i mean i guess that makes sense but everybody does their own thing their own way yeah so well, uh, shut up ty <laughs> don't be so rude to other authors i know he is very judgmental of other authors <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so we're coming up uh, on the end of the episode here was there anything else that uh we needed to to talk about about tyler i know i'm supposed to mention if we ever do an episode on him he was a good dude who never cheated on his wife. So uh, there's nothing to talk about there, Devani, if so you're listening. Far. So far. So. Not, I like how you put yet. the, or or uh, what was the thing that you were talking about the other day? It was like how you immediately ruin a sentence. It's like. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah, what, what was it? What phrase? But that's basically what you did there. Or something. So far. Was it like, or something? Or something. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. I think so. It's it like, oh, I really like lines. that or something. Or something. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yes, it was I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you just I guessed your brother. He, he never <laughs> Yeah. He he was a good a good dude who never cheated on his wife. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Uh you know, he you know what? I'll I'll leave it at this. I'll leave a I'll i I'll say a, a message straight to Ty. Because obviously he's going to listen to this. The whole way through. What if he just never <laughs> listens to this? <laughs> I would be so sad. Okay, here's my message to Ty. Ready? Just keep on writing. I guess. <laughs> Inspirational. There we go. Cam, yeah. thank you for joining me on the Between Lewis and Lovecraft course, podcast. To talk about Tyler Clausen. Uh, you can contact us at uh, lewisandlovecraft at gmail.com. Find us at Between Lewis and Lovecraft on whatever social media you want to find us on. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review us if the platform allows. And, uh, yeah, I already thank Jake Basson. So yeah, we're, we're good on that one. Let's get yeah. out of here. All right. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>